I've, okay, I'm going to interrupt it for a bit, and I think I had my mute on for a while there. I'm not sure how long, so good luck with the editing. Okay. <laughs> Alright. Unless we want to talk about the same thing again. I can't remember what I talked no. about. No. Sessionable. How does it happen? You're coaching the crew, or printing the news. Or straining till you thought you would burst. You sure got a thirst. A hard-earned thirst needs a big cold beer. And the best cold beer is Vic. Victoria Bit. Alright, um, episode four. Um, I think. Yeah. Wow, we got that far. Yeah, so um, we start, we, uh, a few episodes ago we promised you uh, that we would do a side-by-side with uh, old VB and new VB, um, because we're such a current podcast and we're really um, up to the news of the, the moment. So, um, yeah, we're doing the, the VB change that happened about six months ago. I think we'll Has be it been six months already? I think it's been longer. Oh, uh, it was September. So, September, yeah. so longer. So almost, almost a year yeah. now. Yeah, so um, uh, you said it couldn't be done. Um, you said we couldn't find a can of old VB. Well, we didn't. Uh, we didn't. <laughs> but our producer did. Our producer did. And, because um, he likes punishing us. Yeah. <laughs> so we have sitting in front of us two samples. Uh, we'll call the first one sample V and the second one sample B. Um, uh, so we've all got the samples. Mm. Um, one of them is the old one. One of them is the new one. We don't know which one's which. We're going to do a side-by-side tasting and see... If we can tell a massive difference, um, or if uh, we can't, um, I think it's worth sort of realizing that one of the cans is pretty past its date. But uh, so, what's this, where did Lee find the can? Um, I think he found it at the back of a random bottle shop somewhere. Um, he's just about to let in, us know. In, in an alleyway, I think yeah. he found it, <laughs> undrunk, covered in urine. <laughs> Oh, no, I think that was just the VV. Oh, right. It was leaking then. Yeah. Um, so it was, uh, yeah, at um, uh, Brisbane Street. Um, yeah, somewhere. So Just, found just in the middle of the street, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. A so, street in Brisbane, yeah. So let's get started. Street let's in get, Brisbane. Let's get started with sample, um, sample, sample V. Sample V. You can definitely smell the shit. <laughs> oh, this is why I drink craft beer. <laughs> Yeah, okay. like yeah, definitely. Um, I'm. Uh, They're both incredibly bland. They to are. Me. I think. I think. Tastes like corn. Yeah, I think sample B is the newer one. I'm um, because it does taste a little bit fresher. I, I can't even guess which one's which. Um, the, the first one just tasted terrible. The sample, yeah. Ugh. I mean, not that the second one tasted any better. You get other mm. than. VB, what do you taste? Do we get anything else? I think the second one has like a thinner mouthfeel, and the first one feels a little bit thicker. The first one has definitely a stronger taste as well. Yeah. I say taste, as in not good. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to say that the new one's the first one. Okay. And what about you, Adrian? I'm just going to flip a coin and say it's the second one, the new one. Okay, so we've got Adrian and I saying the second one's the new one, and Liam saying the first one. Let's, uh, what's the result? What's the, um, the answer? 
Well, so you said the first I one? Said, I oh, said, you said the, the second, second one. one. You and Adrian said the second one. I yeah, said the first one. Exactly, yeah. Booyah! Uh, got apparently that one. Liam's right. Yeah, so Liam's he, gets, right. he gets to finish all of the rest <laughs> of the DVD. Here you go, Liam. That's <laughs> um, we've also got a bit of a, a special uh, thing we, we thought we'd try. We thought we'd uh, put some lipstick on the pig um, and try and make In VB... In a very crafty way. Try and make VB tasty. So our producer has infused... A can of VB, new um, recipe VB, um, uh, with a variety of craft hops, um, <laughs> and he's about to serve it to us. Some very fancy glassware. I would just like to go through the pains I had to go through to get this can of VB as well. <laughs> oh, the shame. The it's shame. It's been posted all on Twitter that Liam bought a can of VB. <laughs> Not for my purposes, yes. <laughs> all right. So, um... Shall we tell people how we're we're hopping this? Yeah, so um, we've put it through just a like a French press. Yeah, pretty standard, coffee press. Standard coffee press, French press. Um, just with a bunch of hot pellets. And we don't know what shop. hop it is. No, do we? we don't. We know it's either it's one of it's Galaxy Nelson Sovin or Simcoe. Right. So let's see if we're good enough to guess the hop as well. Um, riveting mm. radio. <laughs> so, so while we're being handed these glasses, can you uh, go through? what the deal was with the whole recipe change with VB? Well, I mean, so VB was once the most popular beer in Australia. Um, and before they changed this recipe, it had ac- actually been overtaken by its rival um, 4X Gold because Australia has great taste. Um, so originally it was 4.9%. And then at some point they changed it to 4. Point, was it 47 or...? Four point seven and then four point six, I, b- I believe. Yeah, mm. um, and so once they they they'd originally changed the recipe to a lower um, alcohol, so they could basically put more of it out at the same price and make more money from it, and that didn't really go um, to plan. And they um, so they changed it back to the old recipe, and um, it was a big marketing campaign. Big marketing. So that's campaign. what happened in September. Yeah. Um, and and I, I've actually read that now that the now they have retaken Forex as they the, have uh, VB is yeah. uh, now um, the now again the number one selling beer in Australia. So, so well it worked. Australians. It worked. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I think it's Suckers a bit some a bit cynical doing that whole marketing thing, mm. but I guess it does work. It's part of the reason why a lot of the craft beer community despises lagers so much is because of the it's a marketing yeah, type it, thing. It, it, yeah. But what makes it work? The marketing or the change of the recipe? Do people actually... Can you tell the difference? I can't tell the difference. I mean, it was pretty hard for me to tell the difference between those two. One of those cans was God knows how old it was. Yeah. Uh, I think it was the marketing that, that made it... Yeah. Um, it gave an excuse to market something around, right? Absolutely. And, yeah, I mean, that that's why I... When I started getting into Better Beer, I hated all the, you know, the macro lagers because they were all pretty much marketing, mm, I, I soon realised. And so, I think, yeah... I think it'd be um, it's a good point to mention that this has actually happened a, f- a few times recently with other lagers. Um, notably, um, they've actually just. Oh wow! Changed so that the- can was from expired two years ago in February two years ago. Oh, February last year. Oh, sorry, yeah. last year. So yeah. it's, a, it's a pretty old can, year. yeah, and it's surprising that it didn't taste any different. Um, actually, it's not really that surprising, is it? No, I'm not surprised. Um, but uh, Carlton has actually done the exact same trick again um, just oh, recently yeah. with Crown Lager. Yeah, of course. Um, so they've just they've just changed the recipe to Crown Lager, claiming that the new recipe is 100% of 
Australian malt, uh, and it's using the finest ingredients. Um, so one must assume that the last one didn't w- wasn't the using the finest ingredients. ingredients. Um, <laughs> so Australia's premium beer yeah. wasn't so premium. I, I think. Um, get back to Crown Lager for a second. Uh, one of the one of the evidence that it was actually a marketing thing that people were drinking Crown Lager was when they brought it onto taps and nobody would order Failed it. Failed miserably. Yeah. Nobody would order it because you can't you can't be seen holding uh, the gold, the gold bottle. Yeah. Crown Lager because nobody knows what it is. And they actually brought out some pretty smick glassware to, yeah. to do it to try and sort of combat that as well. Didn't work. No. The good old all. golden microphone, yeah. I think it's in um, 100 venues around Australia or something like that. And that's On tap? It. Yeah. Which is more than I expected. I think uh, 100 or 200. Which sounds like a lot, but it's really not. Mm. Um, There's a lot of yuppie bullshit venues. Mm-hmm. So, let's talk about this uh, our own hops yeah. version. Um, it's still pretty bland. I'm not getting a lot of hops in this one. Mm. I get a bit more fruity sort of mm. flavours. So, I... Um, at the risk of shit beer, I'd say, I think there's some galaxy in that. Mm. <laughs> um, although it could be Nelson Savin. I can't get enough to, to pick up what it is. Yeah. Was it so... Simcoe? It was Simcoe. Wow. Mm. I was completely wrong. <laughs> does that talking out of your ass. Yeah. It does, yeah. But yeah. not... It's not still not that pleasant. Um, <laughs> and I don't think I'll be finishing it. Yeah, no. I, I had a couple of sips and I don't want to finish it. Right. But Liam, Liam gets to finish it, so that's that's, that's yeah. Right. As as the winner of episode four <laughs> of Sessionable. Well, he can't polish a turd. Bottoms <laughs> up. <laughs> All right. Um, so we're on to our next beer. We are. Oh, God, thank God. <laughs> Actually, um, a a good lager. So this episode is going to be about lagers. Yeah. So we thought the the whole VB thing would, was a nice way to kick off. Um, I say nice way. Uh, a to terrible kick off. way to kick off. Um, Not so nice for me. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> An episode uh, all about lagers. Um, so the rest of them aren't going to be mainstream lagers. We're going to do some craft stuff, um, some really nice stuff that we, we've really enjoyed. Um, so, so I guess the idea is that we wanted to show that you can drink, you can get some really good craft lagers. Absolutely. Um, and I always say, it's. I think it's the ultimate challenge for a brewer to make a really good lager. Absolutely. Um, and I think that's what we're drinking right now, is a really good lager. It's, a, it's um, uh, the Croucher New Zealand Pilsner, uh, and this is, I think it's my favourite Pilsner. I, my favourite straight that would be, Pilsner. That would be my favourite Pilsner yeah. as well. It's really, really Ooh, hoppy. It has, it has those New Zealand hops on the nose, and just really tasty. Unlike... This you know, the traditional, just traditional like an, pilsners. Yeah, this beer should just be like an ad for New Zealand, I reckon. Mm. Mm. And the funny thing is, I don't, I don't believe this is a style, a recognised style yet. So this, this will be like a specialty beer, whatever it's called, one of the catch-all. So it wouldn't styles. fall into a, a, a pilsner category. I don't believe so. Um, the, the pilsner category only covers the traditional ones like mm-hmm. Czech pilsner and Bavarian. Pilsner. There's no. So it's the use of hops. That yeah. So using these hops in a traditional pilsner would not be too style. Some sort so of there's new no world new pilsner. world pilsner style. Don't believe so. Okay, that's last time I checked. Because that, I mean, new world pilsner. I think that's an, a style. I I think it's a style. Yeah, yeah. but officially, it's it's not. Mm. Yeah. Right. Um, 
So yeah, so I mean, Croucher do some really great stuff. They do a Galaxy IPA that's amazing. They're, I think it's the Patriot. The, Patriot, yeah, the American Black Ale. That's like mm. a black IPA. Um, but I, I do think this Croucher Pilsner is it, it is absolutely a, a gem. It's, it's um, a great gateway beer. It's trying to get someone into good absolutely, beer. Absolutely, yeah. And yeah. It, and you know, to be honest, like even a craft beer nerd such as all of us, like every so often, you just want a Pilsner. You mm. just want something as light, refreshing, and I think this is the, the best one that you can get. This is one of the, the Croucher's one of the first New Zealand craft breweries that I discovered, uh, along with, uh, what's the other one? Um, who, who, who does Bookbinder? Emerson's. Emerson's, yeah. Yeah, so Emerson's Bookbinder and Croucher Pilsner were yeah. just the, one of the first beers that I ever had, and in, in, from New Zealand, and I was really impressed by it. I, I was in a, a ski trip to Queenstown in New Zealand, and just picked those up from a bottle shop, and went down way too easily. It's really nice beers. Yeah. No, I, I mean, we've covered it um, over some of the last episodes, but New Zealand is doing just some amazing beer. Um, like, there is some great stuff coming out of them, some crazy stuff. Um, and some, you know, some just really nice, really drinkable stuff. So, like, Croucher, um, in terms of the Pilsner, um, Epic doing some great stuff. Um, in fact, uh, we're not drinking it uh, today, but um, I actually, the first time a lager, like, blew me away like, was the um, the Epic Larger. That mm. I just completely, I drank that. I think it was when Liam and I used to work together. We used to, after work, all bring in some beers and just share them around with some other people. And someone brought that in to one of those little sessions. You brought it in? And I drank it, and I was like, holy shit, this is a lager? Yeah. This isn't a lager? Yeah. Um, it, it's like, it tastes like an IPA. Mm, absolutely. I, I'm a huge fan of the lager. I do think, like, Imperial Pilsners and that... Uh, We'll get onto that in a second, but that is... Yeah. A, a great it's like going on to what Adrian was saying before about um, Croucher and Emerson's. I remember... At that same place, we were talking about the time and I worked together. At one point, we were looking to do like a, a New Zealand, all New Zealand beers on tap. And so we're like, well, what New Zealand beers are out there? This is before Yeasty Boys was available in Australia and stuff like that. And so we're looking at, you know, like Emerson's and, and Croucher Pills. Like, oh, what's this Croucher Pills? And like, you couldn't even get it in the bottle, I don't think, at this point. I remember reading about it. And so when stuff like that and Epic started coming out, and it's exciting. Yeah, it's got. There's such a great scene um, in the New Zealand. Um, yeah, just in general, not just lag, lagers, but no. I think they're they're several years ahead of the Australian scene. Oh, for sure, and, and they're really good at innovating as well. Like the New Zealand style pilsner is one of the great new styles. I think Yeasty Boys made the, one of the first black IPAs, even though they don't call it a black IPA. Pot kettle black, Pot yeah. Kettle black. yeah, yeah. You know, it, it's one of those, the first hoppy dark That was beers. the first one I'd ever heard of, yeah. Mm. Um, and I do and it, it is five years old today, I believe. Oh, well, wow. This, this that, weekend, apparently. Oh, well, yeah. While we're recording this? While we're recording yeah, this, cool. yeah. Fantastic. Um, that's, well, congratulations to the guys from Missy Boys. Yeah, Stu and Sam. Yeah. Congrats on Pot Kettle Black. It's, it was one of, it was the first um, Missy Boys yeah. that I had. Yeah, same. Yeah. I, I think, think it was their I first did. release, yeah. yeah. That's what Stu was saying. And I'll be honest, I only got it because of the name. Because it's I was a like, great name. Easy boys. Easy boys. I love Beastie Boys. I remember, boys. yeah, same thing. Reading that, and going, I want this beer. This, I don't, 
I don't care if it's shit. I want to try this beer. <laughs> Fortunately, it was good. Yeah, which yeah. made it even better. So after the Croucher, what are we going next? So we were actually um, we're going to go for a Moondog Love Tap. Uh, yeah, speaking of changing recipes yeah. in marketing. So, Should we talk about the parallels between this and VB? Yeah. Well, <laughs> well okay, so I think they, they did they did change the recipe for this for a good yeah. reason, because people were getting too drunk off what was meant to be a fairly sessionable beer. It is it is very sessionable. The original Love beer. Tap was not a sessionable beer. But well, I mean, but I mean in terms of flavor... Oh, it's just yeah, original. It, it yeah, just, so this is the 7.1%. Oh, ah, cool. Um, I, we're not going to do a side-by-side... Um, just because we don't uh, want to die. Yeah, <laughs> but this is the this is the original love tap. But um, I mean, I think it 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 goes down really easily, and people wanted to have a lot of it in a session, so they changed it so that it tastes the same but is lower alcohol, rather than because of marketing going, oh, it's 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 lower alcohol now, you can drink more of it. Okay, that's exactly the same, isn't it? No, I mean like. <laughs> But I, I think it's... VB changed because they could make more money. That's true. Be- not because they true. would sell more beer, but just because of, it's a taxation thing. That's why they dropped the alcohol back down, and then they did a massive marketing flow to, and brought it back up. I think Moondog have dropped it back down, and part of it all is, as we all know, like Moondog beers are very sporadic, and when they're released, there's, there's never, they've never had a year-round release, which is what mm. it will be now. And they've sort of made a commitment to go, okay, this is a beer that you'll be able to get from us every time. Yeah. And I think part, part of it is that there was a lot of feedback from the community saying they'd like to drink more of it, but it's too high alcohol at the moment. So they dropped it a couple of percentage points. I think the difference between that and VB is instead of VB telling people what to do, yeah. they've listened to people, yeah. Moondogs have listened to people's feedback and said, okay, if that's what you want, we'll drop it down. Yeah, and I think I think the other thing is that the motivation behind it, as you said, like it's, it's not... Uh, I, I don't think the Moondog one is as cynical a motivation. I think it's more, you know, mm. um, we want people to really enjoy this beer and not feel like they can only have one um, and then they've got to stop or something. So as opposed to we think um, we want less tax to pay, so we'll drop the, the the recipe down. Oh, crap, people aren't buying it anymore. Let's put it back up. Yeah. Like, that's the... It's a different different motivation behind it and I think that I mean but without getting into it I think that is one of the main differences between craft and mainstream beer but um, in saying that Moondog guys copped a lot of flack for doing it mm. yeah um, but at the same time like doing like drinking the uh, new Love Tap it tastes still really really good I, I haven't had it yet um, I had a pretty good session on yeah, it yeah, yeah, you yeah. had a few Liam yeah uh, <laughs> um there was a, a, a nice little event that they, they did to launch the new one in Sydney, um, and it was tasting great. Yeah, it was, it was tasting yeah. really nice. And it was, you know... It's it is still, a really good sessionable beer, yeah. And it's still strong. It's 5.9% is the new one, um, as opposed to 7.1%. Like, 5.9% is still above your average beer, but... Um, yeah. All right, so uh, we're drinking it now. This is the this is the old recipe, so the, the bottle's a bit older, but... That's a really nice beer. Yeah. What, what, it's very fruity what's, the nose, um, isn't it? Is there anything special? So, Moondog usually do something crazy. Did, did they do anything crazy with this one, or is it just a strong I think the, lager? It was an imperial lager. Okay. Yeah, a double lager. A double lager is it. what they called it. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, for them, that's, you know, that's fairly normal. 
I think Consi- it's considering there. they did like a cognac aged IPA and a couple of wild ales, mm. this is. You know, I think this, this is this is the most sort of like it's it's not um, it's not your average beer, but it's also the most average beer I think they've done. Not in terms of quality, but in terms of style. what it is. Yeah. It's a, um, but I think, as you said, Liam, it's the, the biggest challenge for a brewery is to make a good lager. Yeah, um, I think it's very easy to make a super hoppy beer or a black IPA or a, you know um, to make a really well rounded craft lager that still has body and keeps you interested and making it consistently as ah, well. yeah. yeah it is yeah it is harder to make a lager I think it's because of the, the what the yeast does and you have to cold condition it and mm. it takes a lot longer and you know you gotta get your temperatures right it is it is harder to make a lager yeah so what do you think about this version versus the new version um I mean I I, I, I drank a lot of the old version when it first mm. came out um I think I've had I had quite a bit at Frankie's and um, got a few bottles from Beer Cartel and all that. Yeah. Um, but I think I I really like the new version, the the five point nine percent. I think it's almost it, it is a little bit more balanced, a little bit more. The hops were um, a bit more pronounced, I thought, and yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, a bit more restrained. Recently, I've had quite a lot from them that has been just consistently amazing. Um, things like, I mean, we had the Mr. Mistopheles last episode, uh, yeah. um, and that was just tasting great. And we've uh, and, and recently, I um, had a bottle of the Nordic Saddle Buffer, the Self Mordstock, the Self Mordstock, the collaboration they did with Nugna. That was um, excellent. I still don't know how to say that. So I, I think it's Self Mordstock. Self Self Mordstock. Yeah, Self Mordstock. Cool. Let's just do a whole episode and try to pronounce beers from Nor- Norway. <laughs> We won't even drink anything. No. We'll just do uh, pronunciation. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, whatever. Well, do you want to... We're, we're still, we've still got plenty of time in this episode. Do we want to do the epic as well? Sure. Or is that Why too not? much? Let's talk about it. Yeah, we're only 20 minutes we'll, in. We'll, we'll, we'll do an epic. We'll talk about it. Yeah. yeah. We'll do the Brooklyn, then the epic. Yeah. 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 I was saying before, while my mic was um, muted, that the Black Lung loved it. Loved it when it first came out back in a Good Beer Week. And I had a couple of bottles, and they just pretty much exploded. They didn't explode, but you know, as soon as I opened them, uh, half of it was lost. Um, and yeah, I think that was that was a problem with a lot of the early Moondog releases because they were bottle conditioning with probably sugar, and it was just inconsistent. But the, a lot of the latest releases have been have very... been a lot a lot better than a couple of years ago. I have noticed, yeah. It seemed to be like as soon as they were released, they seemed to be fine. But like I noticed with the Black Lung two, probably that after about six months, if you still had a bottle and cracked it, then it was pretty gushy. Yeah, I recently opened a bottle of the uh, the seven peas, the oh yeah, Peter, well, Peter had, Piper's mm, purple pickled Peter pale ale or something peated, like that. There was Pete in there yeah. I'm sure I got yeah, it wrong. Purple pickled Peter pale ale. Yeah, that's the one. Say that seven times quickly. You practiced that a lot, didn't you? I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was about a year old, and that that gushed as well. But yeah, the Mistopheles we had a couple of episodes ago. Yeah. that was that was fine. And um, yeah, I've had a, a few other ones that have been just just great, basically. Um, oh, what's the other one? 
Nordic Saddle Buffer. Nord- yeah, yeah, Nordic Saddle Buffer was, was fine. Yeah. And that was really fine. Oh, the other well. night I um, I was just... Oh, the Lando. The, the Lando Kardashian. The Lando Kardashian. Yeah. Yeah. That was great. The triple IPA. That was actually really nice. Um, yeah, the other night I had the Nordic Saddle Buffer. Um, and I had two other beers. And I was just com- just completely gone. And I looked at the, the beers I'd had. And I'd had about 16 standard drinks in three beers. Yeah. It is a ridiculous beer. Yeah, it's a big one. You don't you, you do notice the alcohol, but not as much as you would think. Yeah. All right. So next we're gonna go on to um, slightly darker one. Yeah. Yeah. So this one's much a more box. on the on the extreme side of a lager, I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, so this is the Brooklyn anniversary. Uh, yes, it is. So it's Brooklyn's. Um, uh, I want to say twenty twenty fifth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anniversary this year. Um, so, 1988 to 2013. Is that, that why it's... That's a long time. Or silver. Isn't that the silver yeah, anniversary? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a silver anniversary lager is what we're drinking now. Um, and it's a... It's a, uh, it's a... I think it's a Doppelbock version of the Brooklyn lager. Oh, okay. Cool. So, the Brooklyn lager is, is another fantastic lager. Um, one of those... One of the few lagers that I'll, you know, enjoy... Multiple times, I guess. That's originally what I was going to bring in for this episode, but then I thought we'll make we'll go big and go to the anniversary. Go big or go home. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> so this one, yeah. So it's a doppelbock version of the Brooklyn Lager. Um, so Adrian, you're the uh, the beer judge on the panel. Um, Apparently. Can you explain what a, what a doppelbock is? Uh, it's just a so a bock is a darker multier style lager and a doppelbock is a strong version of that like a, a double bock a almost. double bock yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what it means I in German. Does, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I think it's like anything over 7 or something like that 6, yeah. six or 7% and I, I is think, a doppelbock I think my history is correct on this that Paulana Salvatore hmm. was the first doppelbock doppelbock yeah or it's probably the most well known yeah, as well. I think so, and it's a that's another beautiful mm-hmm. lager. I was thinking. I, I really like the Salvatore. Yeah. Um, so, uh, why don't we talk about? Has a anyone bit had about, this beer before? Um, yeah. So I, I've I've had it. I had went to a, an event at um, Frankie's. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah. The launch of it, um, hosted by uh, Jordan, the beer monster. Mm. Um, was anyone from Brooklyn there at the time as well? Because I know it was around the time that. Uh, it was around the time of Bob and Good Beer Week, right? It was a bit before that, but no, it was just hosted by Jordan, okay. I think, and some guys from Palais mm-hmm. Imports. So I just looked it up, and um, yeah, Salvatore is pretty much the quintessential doppelbock, and yeah. it is anything over 7 seven to 10%. Okay, fantastic. It's got a m- great colour, doesn't it? It does. It's a re- it's like a rich caramel, mm. um, amp- like amber, like light Dark amber. amber. Dark, Dark amber? amber? I don't know. Yeah. Really nice colour. Um, it's actually not as dark as I was expecting it. No. But it's still um, it's still a bit darker than your average mm. lager. And it's got a lot of body as well. So, so this is definitely on the like a one extreme of what a lager can be. Definitely. So this one is... Um, um, it's 9% um, ABV. So it is definitely, it's a big lager. Mm. It definitely fits into that range of Doppelbock, between 7 and 10. It's got some great artwork on it, it as well. It does. So actually, um, they're going to be releasing this beer with a bunch of different labels. Um, they're basically 
paintings from New York uh, artists. Oh, that's um, really cool. And mm. they're going to just do a bunch of different... So um, apparently the artist was just sort of starting out when the brewery was just sort of starting out and they're all friends. Yeah, so they, they so, bought a bunch yeah. of, mm. of paintings from them. Uh, and it is. It's a, it's a really nice label. It looks like a Tool album. It's cool. It's very yeah. Alex Grayish. <laughs> and I do, I mean, the, the Brooklyn bottles are beautiful. The big bottles, they um, they do. Uh, there's some... and Brooklyn's just a very classy... Very classy in its, brewery. Yeah. yeah. The beers, I think, are very refined and... The packaging is very smick as well. Definitely, um, yeah. and the, yeah, they do some fantastic stuff. Like their their brown ale is great. Uh, Sirachi, the Sirachi, yeah, uh, yeah, the Sirachi. Um, the locals, season. which we have, we did the local one. We did. We had was the, local, that the first episode or no, second it was, episode. It would have been episode two. Yeah. Local two. Local, local, yeah, we had the local two, two on episode two. Yeah, yeah. right. Um, that put me on my ass. That was yeah. a big beer. <laughs> we had what, some big beers. That I think episode. what put me on my ass was all of the beers yeah. <laughs> on that episode. Yeah. We will uh, we will cover extreme beers in a future episode very soon. Yeah, um, that, that's that, I think that, that'll be our next episode. We'll be um, on extreme beers. Um, so I think after that, we'll definitely be put on our ass. But um, for this episode, yeah. So we, we've had a bunch of awesome lagers. We're going to have one more. Um, I think it's a a bit bigger, maybe a bit bigger than this. I don't know. Actually, I was going for a Is it larger? I think it is larger. It's quite um, large, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the, it is the epic larger. Uh, we, we mentioned it earlier, so we weren't going to be drinking it. Changed our minds. We're going to be drinking it. Um, <laughs> because, you know... Because we can. Because we can. Because YOLO. Um, and uh, because you're <laughs> worth it, uh, dear listener. <laughs> We're drinking it for you. Can we just talk about this one a little bit? Well, more yeah, absolutely. So, so what do we what do we all like think of the taste of this one? What do we what do we enjoy? Okay, this is the second time I've had it. The first time I had it, I was, was sitting at Frankie's and having it, and yeah, like anything, when you're about halfway through a session at Frankie's, it's not the best time to be no and judging new beers. No, and also you know you're drinking out of plastic, which as we all know is uh, is the a devil. crime. Um, apparently, apparently, mm. um, according to our friends at Beer Man TV. No, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's what they say. That's what they say. Um, but I think Frankie's. Let's not get into that discussion. Um, we'll, we'll save it for another episode. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I I like this beer. I really like this beer as well. I think it's mm. it's really nice, and it's just because it it is it's not as big as I was expecting um, from a a Doppelbock version of the Brooklyn Lager. The Brooklyn Lager itself is a, quite a a dark, rich lager. Um, it's actually a similar colour to this. Um, I think this is very true to style for a double buck, though. Yeah, it, has, it does have a bit of um, bitterness kick on, on the back palate. Yeah, definitely. But other than that, it's pretty, you know, pretty... Sta- you it know. is dangerously very drinkable. Yeah, right? yeah. For whatever it is, nine point something. Yeah, yeah definitely. It goes down very easily. Mm. Um, uh, and, I th- you know, I think a, a, a good thing to talk about as well before we get on to the next beer is um, sort of like other lagers that we really like. Um, if you were to be... Let's let's do the desert island question. If you were to be stuck on a desert island... With the a only lager. beer you, were, you With one beer and it had to be a lager, what would it be? Unfiltered styropromen. Um, Melbourne bitter. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a tough question, actually. Yeah. Um, the Desert Island thing is just... It always throws me because... It's a hard one to you, answer. You yeah. want a full flavour beer, but 
you also want it to be sessionable. Uh, if you ask me any beer, and it doesn't have to be a lager, I would say watermelon moorhead. Yeah. Yeah. But if Is you... That- if you ask me a lager... A lager? No, it's a no, Berliner Weiss, which is I don't believe quite it's different. A lager. The, the, the malt bills... I believe it's made with an ale, ale yeast. yeast. yeah. But lag- you explain lagers- what a lager is, or do you think La- audience... Well, lagers is made from a lager... Made using a lager yeast, which is a, a bottom-fermenting yeast uh, yeah. rather than a top-fermenting yeast. How about... Just skip the Desert Island question. What are some other, like, awesome lagers? I was going to say um, the... Uh, Imperial Del Borgo uh, Dogfish Head collaboration. Oh, yeah, the my Antonio. Antonio. That's that, Imperial. That that they call it Imperial Imperial Lager. Yeah. That might actually be beer. my Desert Island yeah. Lager. So that's, that, that's that a great really one. That is really nice. Um, Cratcher Pills, I would say. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, in fact, we've, uh, we've brewed a lager, um, uh, haven't we, Adrian? The uh, Black and Tannin, <laughs> Baltic Porter. Um, yeah, like that's right. We 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 we, we um, using our brew house. Yeah, <laughs> you use a lager in the Hunter yeah, Valley. Well, so, so a Baltic Porter is a a, a lager. Um, it it, is, I didn't know that. Really, it is, it is brewed with lager yeast. Traditionally, it is, a lager. It is traditionally mm, yeah. brewed with lager yeast and cold fermented. Oh um, wow! It is also a very high in alcohol um, and very dark. But that is uh, basically that style of beer. Um, cool. And so, yeah, so uh, we actually, for uh, the local Tap House Ale Stars um, program, we went up to Hunter Beer Co. with um, Doc from Doctor's Orders. Um, and Keith it. And Keith. Yeah, Keith's and from Hunter. Keith from Hunter. Yeah, so yeah. Keith, Keith and Doc uh, helped us brew a beer. And it, it, it was a Shiraz barrel-aged Baltic Porter called Black and Tannin, which was a great fun Really nice. Um, it's a good beer. Experience. And it, it is, is, it is really getting better every, every time I have it. I'm not yeah. sure how much of it there is left. there but might be a keg left. There might be one keg left. Um, but yeah, every time I have it, it is a style it, that would hold up well. It is. Yeah. Oh, it definitely is. Um, yeah, it's one that gets better with, with age. I'd be keen to try that last keg. Yeah, well, I, I, I think... Hopefully in a few years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Tom, speaks. what's your Desert Island beer? Or what... What's one of your favourite lagers? Well, I, I, as I said, the the My Antonia. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like the Iron Lung from Doc. Oh yes, yeah. <laughs> the Black yeah. Imperial Pilsner that's, actually. Um, um, that's based. I believe it's based on his recipe for Mind, mind Warp, yeah. which is that's what I his. I never um, got to try the Mind Warp. I think that it's rebrewing. That was super my time, easy. Yeah. I heard if he is, I'm I'd be really excited about that. Let's drink it on the podcast if he because does. it was one of the first black IPAs that I had, and it's still one of my favorite yeah. beers. Mm. But it was super limited when when he um it was before he got he you know did his own thing. It was a collaboration, I think, with Hunter. Yeah, oddly uh, enough. Okay. Um, that makes sense. And yeah, it was only available from Hunter Brewery, and I got a couple of bottles and loved it. Yeah. Um, but if he's brewing it again, that's that's fantastic. For me, um, Star Apartment's been a beer that's always been pretty close to my heart. Back when I was um, working in pubs in in England, like we could have, when we had our staffies, that was one beer we had on tap that I really liked to drink. That was probably the strongest beer we had on tap as well, and that was only like five percent. But at the time, I thought that was a really strong beer, and so Star Apartment was a beer I really liked. And then when I went to Czech Republic, you can get an unfiltered version in bottles. Okay. Um, which is really cool. Dirt cheap. So you get pint bottles of unfiltered Star Prime and, and it's so heavy with the, because um, it's not filtered, it's almost like a wheat beer. 
Oh, wow. It has that, that heaviness yeah. to it. Yeah, really great beer. Um, another one I, I think deserves an honourable mention is... Um, it's, a, it's actually uh, Matilda Bay's Dog Bolter. Um, I haven't had, I haven't had a, a Dog Bolter for a yeah. long time. Well, I actually had Jinx. one... I had one recently. <laughs> I had one recently, and... Like, I'd had it before, um, on tap and in bottle, and I had one in bottle. I was in a in a venue, and they didn't... Like, I, was expe- I wasn't expecting to be able to drink any decent beer. Looked in the fridge, and they had um, Dog Bolter, as well as, like, Fat Yak. Um, so I, I went straight for the Dog Bolter. Mm. Um, and I was, I was, like, really impressed with it. I thought, wow, this is... There is a reason why this is, you know, widely regarded as a great beer. Um... It's just, it is rich and dark, but it is still really drinkable. Um, and I, I was, I was, yeah, very impressed with it when I had it recently. I haven't seen it recently. That's probably why I haven't. Yeah, possibly. Um, yeah. Still, um, I think bottle shop wise, it's still quite readily okay. available. Yeah. Whether people stock it is another thing, but mm. of course. Um, but I, I do. Th- I mean, I think Matilda Bay for Dog Bolter and Alpha, especially. I think Alpha was a was a pretty big gateway beer when I was getting into craft. Yeah. For me, that was one beer. I was like, "Wow!" Another, um, another lager I'd like to mention is one that's been made for a really long time. I don't know how long, but probably over a hundred years. Is the um, the Schlenkeller Mertzen, which is their Mertz, yeah, yeah. This so Schlenkeller is known for their smoked beers. Schlenkeller's getting pretty popular nowadays, man. And the the Mertzen's just. Yeah. Oh, awesome. it is. It is amazing. Yeah. Um. It's just got just the most amazing smoky bacon. Mm. Bacon. It's flavor. absolutely. Bacon. It is. It is bacon. Mm. Um, Whenever I describe that beer to people at work, they're like, beer. "Oh, what's this beer?" It's like, "Oh, it's a smoked beer." What's that? Well, bacon. It's got really like bacon. Like, ooh, bacon. It's like no, like it's good. It's yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I've noticed at work we're going through a lot of schlankellers lately. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, do you want to move on to the last beer? Cool. If- of the uh, of the day, um, this one's the epic larger. It's not actually larger than the uh, the Brooklyn, but we'll, we'll ignore that. A lot more Malton on those, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, like, it is. Uh, it's especially and especially when you look at it. When you look at it, it's a it's actually a really like light straw yellow. Um, yeah, I wasn't expecting that nose. No, and, and you take you, you smell it, and it's uh, it's quite a hit actually. Big, uh, very, and um, lots of hops as well on that nose. Yeah. New Zealand hops. So, I mean, Epic do some amazing beers. Hop um, Zombie's yeah. always been, like, one Hop of those. Um, yeah. yeah. That's a beer I'd heard about before, long before I got to try. Yeah. Well, when it first came out here in Australia, it just sold out everywhere. Yeah. Every time a bottle shop got it, it sold out. Um, yeah. Um, so, this one's quite sweet. I find. What alcohol percent is this again? 8.5. 8.5, so just under the Brooklyn. Just under, yeah. Um, but it doesn't, you don't taste 8.5 in that. So, mm, I mean... It's quite sweet, yeah. Yeah, as I was saying earlier, this is, this was the first time a lager, like, blew me away. I tasted this and I was like, holy shit. It was, it was quite, quite an experience, actually, for me. It is tasting a bit different from the first time I had it. Mm. I remember it being, like, super hoppy in the nose and fairly clean, and this one's... A bit sweeter, mm. and by clean I mean like dry. And this one is like sweeter. Yeah, it, ra- it, it, rather it is than quite sweet, but it's it's still got a really big sort of hop. Absolutely, hit. it does have some dryness, but it's sort of battling with that the mm. sugar at the end of it, isn't it? Yeah. So I guess like it might be a 
different recipe. Who knows what? what yeah. What's yeah, been but, going um, on? I, with I do really like the style of beer. Imperial. It is really nice yeah. still. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, it does oh, have a nice hop here. Yeah. Actually, um, the, the other one I wanted to, the other lager that I really love is the uh, Mikula, um, both the Draft Bear yep. and the um, American Dream. Both of them um, are just fantastic lagers. I think the Draft Bear is the Imperial Pilsner and the American mm-hmm. Dream's just a hoppy lager. Is it is it the Draft Bear or the Draft Lion? <laughs> Nobody would get that. I think it's only, it's only the Draft Bear in Australia yeah. and the rest of the world it's the Draft Lion. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, it's a, it's definitely a bear. Uh, <laughs> now, oh, that's damn. That's on audio now. Uh, <laughs> I gotta admit, when I first saw that beer, I thought it said draft beer. Yeah. I was like, that's fucking stupid. It's in a bottle. How can I call it draft beer? <laughs> oh, draft beer. That makes sense, right? Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. I no, drink I, this I'm, beer, man. This is nice. This is great. Yeah. Mm. I'm glad. Glad we we got a chance. Got a nice to hop spice. And I'm glad we changed our mind and. Put it in there. Opened it. Yeah. Possibly killed ourselves. Yeah. Um, well, I think that's um, probably a wrap yeah. for the episode. So, um, so in the day, you can find some nice lagers out there. You can. It's definitely... That is the moral of the story. Yeah, so, I think that, that's, a, that's the moral of the story. Um, and it's a style that should be recognised, I think. Absolutely. And I mean, especially in a, in a, in a country like Australia, where we do have an abnormally hot climate, I, I think... Lagers are a style of beer that can be very, very suited to the weather. Um, and yeah. I think more Australian breweries should sort of try and f- like do a really nice lager. I think, as Liam said, it's, it's the great challenge. Um, but uh, I think by doing so, you can get a lot more people into craft beer. Absolutely. It's a great, it's a great gateway, a, a, craft, um, a craft lager. Even, even stuff like, like Nutstein Reserve Lager. Was a, is I found it. That's great. another one I was toying with bringing with today. Yeah, actually, it's a, yeah, it's a good, it's a good gateway. Um, but um, yeah, so I just want to uh, before we we um, stop recording, I just want to like thank everyone for listening. Um, thanks for all the support. It's been great. So many more people have been listening than I expected. Um, we made it to episode we have, we, four. We have three listeners now. I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which is which is great. It's great. Um, so I'm actually scared by the amount of brewers that said they listened to it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, yeah um, actually, last episode I was saying I really wanted an Acid Freaks t-shirt, um, mm. and right now I'm I'm wearing. Supremely uh, jealous, by the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but thanks, thanks for listening. Thanks for all your f- uh, support and feedback. You can find us all on Twitter. I am at a study in beer. Um, Liam, you're... Libby Lebowski. Which is such an awesome name. <laughs> and Adrian... I'm at Adrian Poor, which is very, very um, un- unimaginative. Oh, whatever. <laughs> I've been toying with the idea of changing mine, but I'm not going to. It's too, um, you're too far in now, Tom. You're and we to. are at Sessionable Cast. We're having a bit of a problem finding the password for that account. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> that, that will be resolved shortly. Yeah, hopefully um, that will be resolved. Uh, but that is our Twitter handle. Um, you can find us at sessionable.net slash podcast. Leave your comments there. Leave your feedback. Rate us on iTunes. If you just search sessionable in iTunes, we're there. Um, but yeah, thanks for, thanks for listening. And, um, all the, we survived drinking VB, by the way. We did. We got yeah. through it. Um, we didn't finish it, but we got no, through I it. I don't think none of us I did. It. Well, well, yeah, Liam did. sculled the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so Liam's three cans of VB in. And, Bastards. Uh, <laughs> Which means I did lie when I bought it because I actually said it wasn't for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, well, yeah. Thank you very much, and see you next time. See ya. You know what happens.
You're treating their sprains. Or fixing the trains. Or trying too hard to come first. You sure got a thirst. A hard-earned thirst needs a big cold beer. And the best cold beer is Vic. A long cold Vic. It can come at any time. You're taking a bow or feeding a cow. Matter of fact, I got it now. A hard-earned thirst needs a big cold beer. And the best cold beer is Vic. Victoria Bitter. <laughs> 